Terror on the Air presents its world premiere episode entitled, And Action. This fiendish tale is brought to you by Chesterfield Cigarettes. So please, sit back, relax if you can, and turn your volume up for Terror is on the Air. Believe you me, Todd, I'd kill for a cigarette right now. I've been smoking enough for the both of us these days, Wayne. I can't believe it's been as long as it's been since we last spoke. I mean, time is just tick, tick, ticking away. Push, 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 huh? Does that mean you're doing well? Ah, you'd think. But I have to be honest. Things haven't been going so well for me for a while now. I'm stuck in quite the rut. Professionally, spiritually, emotionally... Any elite you got, I'm stuck in it. And with Sarah not working, well, I'm sorry if I haven't been the most available list of friends to you, Todd. No, don't sweat it. I'm sorry to hear that. Anything I can do? Oh, I appreciate that, Todd, but I'll manage. I can't tell you how happy I am you're doing so well. Sarah and I always look forward to buying tickets to your next movie. You know, we're always the first in line to watch you do that thing you do, 35 feet high. Well, I can't tell you how much that means to me, Wayne. However, pound for pound, pound for... Thesbian, Pound, you were always the better actor. Oh, Todd. No, seriously, Wayne, back in school I just knew you'd be in my shoes now and I'd be in yours. I truly can't believe I'm here and you're not. Hey, I got the girl and you got the fame. I'm not complaining. Fame is a far distant second to my Sarah's first. I mean, do I have regrets? Sure, I do. You and me both, Wayne. Really? You know, I, uh, I find that a little hard to believe. Believe you me, perception is everything. Oh, here I thought the grass would be a whole lot greener on the other side of that silver screen. Truth be told, Wayne, I envy you more times than not, especially lately. I think more and more about what it'd be like to trade places with you. Oh, hey, listen, I'll run it by Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> you gave up one dream for another. There's great dignity in that, Wayne. I just wish Sarah could manifest her own dreams. She's, um... She's been acting a bit distant lately. <laughs> uh, Wayne, I have to dash, but I have a Hoffman waiting in vain to hear back from me about the possibility of accepting the lead role in his new film. Mm. All things considering, you'd be perfect for it, really. Actually, you'd be perfect for any role, really. No one I know can play darkness quite like you can. Huh. Could never figure out how, you being such a sunshine type of guy. <laughs> well, it just wasn't in the cards for me, old boy. But hey, if you're filming around my neck of the woods, be sure to put in a good word for me. I've no problem playing fifth fiddle to your first, my friend. <laughs> sure thing, buddy. Listen, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Be sure to send my best to Sarah, okay? Well, she's out right now, but we will do. Uh, <clears throat> take care of yourself, Todd. Bye, Wayne. I do miss you so much. I miss you too, Sarah. It's just as hard to hear your voice as it is not to. I don't know how much longer this can go on like this. I know what you mean. I've been so frustrated as of late. Nothing's clicking for me. Wayne's been going crazy trying to keep us afloat. He doesn't want me to work. He wants me to keep pursuing my dreams. Well, Wayne's an amazing man. 
I wish I could see myself the way he sees me. Is my vision of you so distorted? You see the real me, Todd. No, the real you is hundreds of miles away. You know what I mean. We have to tell him, sweetheart. No, Todd, we can't. We've talked about this before. You know where I stand. It isn't fair to Wayne. Life hasn't been fair to Wayne. And this would destroy him. His life is a lie because of our lies, Sarah. These days, ignorance is his only bliss. I will not take that away from him. And you, as his best friend, shouldn't either. Why can't you understand that? I don't know. I don't know. Look, if anyone should tell him, it's me. I don't agree. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree, Todd. He's done so much for me. Please, all I ask is for some time. You're busy enough to afford me that, well, aren't you? We're not getting any younger, Sarah. The only thing I can't afford at this time is time. Todd, I love you, and... I love you too, Sarah. I know. Besides, didn't I read that you're dating some new up-and-coming young starlet Chippy of some sort? Chippy? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a publicity thing more than anything else, really. But there are some human basic needs needing to be fulfilled from time to time. Are you jealous, Sarah? <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, I have your word. You won't tell Wayne about us, right? I suppose. Don't jeopardize all our lives, Todd. The truth will set us free, Sarah. I'm not in a prison, Todd. But I am, Sarah, and so is your husband. I, I have to go. Me too. Later, Todd. Bye, Sarah. Todd, what's the word? You on board, or do I have to make someone else super rich and super famous? Hoffman, <laughs> I'm already rich, and I'm already famous. Sure, sure. You got some money, yes, and sure, some people know you, but that's about all. What I'm talking about, Todd, is something entirely different. A different plane of existence, a different kind of money, a different kind of fame. My financiers are ready to make this the event motion picture of the decade. I'm putting my whole reputation on the line for you, Todd. It's no secret that, uh, you know, I've had a couple of rough years, but my reputation is still great. Listen, Hoffman, I'll do this, but I'll only do this on one condition. Oh, is that right? Well, come out with it. This should be good. Huh? You cast my best friend as my best friend. Come again? Take it or leave it, Hoffman. What is this? Is this a joke? You're not known for comedies, And Todd. you're not known for taking no as an answer. So I'm not saying no. All I'm saying is cast my best friend or... Are you willing to say goodbye to your precious reputation? I would rather see you dead than <clears throat> cast some unknown in what's going to be the biggest event of the decade. What has gotten into you, Todd? <laughs> Fame and fortune isn't everything in this world, Hoffman. What world are you living in, kid? Because in my world, a prick like you, thinking like you do, is nothing but another squashed ant under my shoe. Do what you have to do, Hoffman. That's my final order. Oh, that's rich. Hanging up now, Hoffman. This ain't over, Todd. Not by a long shot. I will have my way. Because I won't let anyone get in my way. You hear me? You will see. I have ways. Bye, Hoffman. Who was that, Todd? Hoffman. Oh, yeah? Took you long enough to get back to him. How much will you be making? I'm not taking the part. You're not taking the part? I don't think so, Betsy. What? You'd be a fool not to. Why don't we get drunk and fool around, huh? Maybe I can change that stubborn mind of yours. I'm already a fool, Betsy. 
Jeez, Betsy, there's no need to throw anything. Oh, really, Todd? I don't fake date fools. I wouldn't be where I am if I did. But I was hoping you'd be my last stop. Were you? And where would that be, exactly? As far away from where I was as I can be. Was that right? Are you kidding me? Oh, I see. I'm just the, oh, it's that girl from that thing. I'm known more for who I date than what I do. Todd, if you knew where I came from and what I've been through, you wouldn't cast such aspersions on me. I wish you wouldn't blatantly display your contempt for me. You're right. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry I can't be this woman of your dreams like your precious... Don't, Betsy. But you have to admit, we do make a great team. Don't you want something real? If I wanted something real, I wouldn't be in the movie business, Todd. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Apparently, neither are you. Look, this isn't good. <laughs> I really don't understand why you would turn down this part. And what I really don't want is to go through another breakup in the press. It won't look good. One, maybe two breakups. But soon, people would rather read about you for free than to pay to see you in your movies. I want my drama up there on the screen, not down there in the tabloids. I think I need to step out for some fresh air. I think that's a good idea. You got a lot of ideas, Betsy. That's right. I'm full of them. You sure are. Todd, you have no idea what I'm capable of. Hell, I don't even know what I'm fully capable of doing. Don't disappoint me. Anyone ever tell you you have a bit of violence in you? My last boyfriend tried, but I beat him up. Yeah, I'll be back before you go to bed. Be sure to. I'll keep me and the bed warm for you. I'd prefer it if you cooled down. You keep breaking things and I'll have to start doing commercial work. Then where will you be? Baby, I'll be cool as Christmas. <laughs> Come back as the men audiences around the world will love. I'll do my best. Bye, Todd. Bye, Betsy. It's been one week since the whereabouts of movie star Todd Sorgan have remained undiscovered. Authorities continue their investigation, but as of today, there are no leads and no possible suspects. Friends, family, and co-workers are being interviewed as I deliver this report. And we hope to bring you up-to-date information as it breaks. Stay tuned after this brief commercial break. have been listening to Terror on the Air's world premiere episode and action starring Todd Durkin, Wayne Leggett, Sarah Bartels, Michael Small, Betsy Graver, and Avi Hoffman. We'll be back to begin the second act right after a word from our sponsor. Remember, Turn your volume up for terror. Good grief. I'm out of cigarettes. And there isn't a store in sight. Uh, excuse me, sir. May I bum a cigarette off of you? Sorry, buddy. I'm down to my last one. May I ask what brand you smoke? Sure, you can ask. What brand do you smoke? Well, Chesterfields, of course. <laughs>
Thanks, pal. Chesterfield cigarettes. When you're dying for a smoke, Chesterfield cigarettes are worth killing for. And now, back to the show. It's been almost a month now, and the disappearance of movie star Todd Sorkin has ignited the imagination of this here nation. The cast of characters has now emerged as the investigation moves forward. Wayne Burnett, Todd's best friend, continues to evade the public spotlight, while Todd's girlfriend, Betsy Raven, can't seem to get enough of it. Meanwhile, Todd's longtime Hoffman, and according to some industry mentor, Javi Hoffman, delays filming of his next epic movie, which Todd was invariably going to star in. Honey. They've been parked outside our home for almost a month now. I can't stand it. I, I can't stand it. Well, what would you have me do, darling? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, you heard what the police said. I gave my statement. There's nothing to be gained by making some public declaration. I feel like a prisoner in my home, Wayne. Please, maybe by giving them what they want, they'll go away. Giving them what they want? Sweetheart, I don't know where Todd is, and I'm not about to give up on it. How can you be so calm about all of what this? What I don't understand is why... You've been so out of it lately. Todd is my best friend, and I won't sully the integrity of our friendship by appearing on television, of all things, to offer up some sort of plea. For all we know, this could be some publicity stunt drummed up by the studio. Those people out there on our lawn, they are driving me crazy. You are driving me crazy. This whole thing is driving me crazy. Sweetheart, honey, darling, calm down. I'm sure Todd is okay. And all right, you're my wife. And if I'm going to go out there pleading on behalf of Todd for help in his disappearance and asking for the media to leave us alone, if that'll bring you peace, I'll do it. You will? Of course. Oh, thank you, Wayne. Thank you. You've always had a way with getting your way, haven't you? <laughs> Quite the talent you have there. Any other talents I should know about? There's my talent for loving you. Hmm. You surely do put on one hell of a show. Should I go out with you? No. I need to, I need to do this alone. He's my best friend. There's no sense in getting you embroiled in any of this. All right. Well, here goes. I gotta tell you, Wayne, this is most unusual on my part. I don't normally cast unknowns in my movies, especially movies of this magnitude. But you seem to have become the most known, unknown individual there is out there now. After that little press conference you held, you've become quite the media sensation. W what do you mean, cast in my movies? I mean exactly what I said. I always do. <laughs> I don't understand. Why on earth would I have flown you out here? You know who I am and what I do. Excuse me, Wayne. I will come down on the set myself, break his neck, and have a new cameraman set to shoot before his body goes cold. Wayne, I want you to be the lead in my next movie. I think that it would be a fitting end to our friend's legacy. <laughs> this is insane. This is the movie business. I am sure Todd wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Now, I would like to announce this right after his funeral. You know, funny, I've never been to a funeral for someone that nobody knows is even dead or not. No, 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 hold, hold on a second, Mr. Hoffman. I haven't even accepted the part, and, and now you're talking about... Are you kidding me? You know, the last time I saw Todd, he was haggling with me to get you a part as his best friend in this movie. And now you can be the lead. You're not going to, uh... uh I, I'm sorry, he did what? Yeah! Listen, I don't like being backed up into a corner like that, but I respected Todd's loyalty to you. 
Now, stop interrupting me. Oh, excuse me, Wade. Tell that reporter, if he sniffs around one of my sets again, I will not only have him run out of town, but I will personally see to it that he will never write another word again because his hands will be in a mason jar on my desk. I must admit, Mr. Hoffman, I'm shocked on so many levels right now. I'm having a hard time concentrating. Uh, Believe you me, I I don't take your considerable generosity lightly. That's a yes, I take it. Well, I guess it is. You guess? Jeez, son. Oh, and one other thing. Because we had Todd insured, our own private investigator will have to have a talk with you. Private investigator? It's just a formality. I see. Excuse me, Wayne. I'll turn his eyeballs into cufflinks! Private investigator. You got nothing to hide, right, Wayne? I, I surely don't, Mr. Hoffman. Those vultures in the press haven't dug up anything on you up to this point. But if anyone could find the unfindable, it's my inspector. Well, I'm an open book, Mr. Hoffman. Well, you're either telling me the truth or you're one hell of an actor. (laughs) Isn't that why you hired me, sir? Sure, kid. Sure. You'll fit in around here just fine. Well, welcome to the movie business, Wayne. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. So... How does it feel to be filling the shoes of your best friend in what could be the role of a lifetime? Conflicted, to say the least. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity, believe me. Mm -hmm. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say it has come with a very high price. The disappearance of your best friend, Todd Sorkin, certainly casts a very long shadow over the filming of this movie. It most certainly does. I wouldn't have accepted this role if it weren't for the fact that Todd, most likely on the day he disappeared, had been campaigning to cast me as his best friend in this movie. Is that right? Well, granted, I would have never been offered any role in any movie to have turned down in the first place, but yes. Mm -hmm. If I hadn't known Todd was doing what he was doing, I definitely would not have accepted the offer. It would have been quite... Grotesque, if I had. Quite. After the press conference that introduced you to us and the world, you became a celebrity overnight. Before you were married, you were already on the path to becoming a famous actor, weren't you? Well, acting was always my first passion, yes. However, once I met my wife, I was not about to subject her to the ups and downs, the instability of what life as a struggling actor can be like. Of course. We had wanted to start a family. Unfortunately, it just wasn't in the cards for us. But I don't regret my decision to walk away whatsoever, believe me. Mm -hmm. Well, Wayne, we wish you all the best. Without having filmed a single frame of film yet, you already have a great number of fans that will (laughs) all be lining up to watch you in your debut role. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking the time and chatting with us. I just wish this would have been under different circumstances. Of course. Thank you, though. And thank you to all of you out there for your well wishes and your prayers that wherever my best friend is, he's in a peaceful place, wherever he is. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Mr. Burnett, as Mr. Hoffman, I'm sure, has already informed you, this is all just a formality. You understand that, Mr. Burnett, don't you? Call me Wayne, and why, yes, he has, sir, and, and yes, I do, sir. Fine, fine, fine. Now... I know you went over all of this with the authorities, and I know you want to put all of this behind you just as soon as possible. However, if you don't mind, Mr. Burnett, would you mind telling me where you were the day Mr. Sorkin disappeared? Well, of course I don't mind, sir. I'll tell you like I told them. I had an urgent, pressing matter to attend to regarding a dissatisfied client. It was too late to book a flight, so I ended up driving. I was unable to reach my wife at the time, so I left her a note. I'd call her when I'd reached my destination. 
It's sometimes difficult to make a call on the road around certain parts of the country. I, I find myself having to go for work. So, you were on the road when Mr. Sorkin was determined to be missing? Uh, yes, sir. How well do you know Betsy Raven? Only from what I read or from what I've seen on TV. Mr. Sorkin never spoke about her with you? No, sir. Do you find that odd? No, sir, I don't. She was his girlfriend, Mr. Burnett. And his best friends, I think that that'd be something you'd speak about with Mr. Sorkin, don't you? He was friends with your wife, too, wasn't he? Well, yes, sir, but see... <sighs> Todd and I rarely spoke over the last few years. He's been rather busy with his career. It wasn't like we drifted apart. We just hadn't spoken as frequently as we once had, that's all. But once we did, it felt like not a day had gone by since the last time. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. How did you know that Todd was friends with my wife? I didn't. I only guessed. Based upon how long you've been friends with Mr. Sorkin and how long you've been married... Paths are bound to cross, Mr. Burnett. Uh, you're good, Inspector. I'm not bad, Mr. Burnett. So, um, is there anything else I can help you with? Leave the questions to me, Mr. Burnett. <sighs> of course. Of course. I gotta tell you, it seems to me a lot of people have benefited from the disappearance of Mr. Sorkin. Would you not agree? Well, I... I don't know. I... I... Well, Mr. Hoffman has all the free publicity in the world for his next movie. It's public knowledge his last few films haven't been very financially successful... Anywhere, he doesn't have to spend money like in advertising, or... Well, I'm sure he only offered you a fraction of the money he would have had to hand over to Mr. Sorkin. Ms. Raven's star is on the rise again, based on the media coverage she's been receiving as of late. And you, yourself, have become not only quite the celebrity, a media darling, so to speak, but you have won the lead role in what could be the biggest grossing movie of the year. I believe I do see what you mean, but what exactly are you trying to say, sir? Mr. Burnett, what did I say about asking questions? You know what? I believe I've answered all of the questions that I'm going to answer, sir. I really don't like what you're insinuating. I would like to know what happened to Todd more than anyone. But I don't see how you questioning the people who only wanted the best for Todd as a means of finding out. Now, with all due respect, Mr. Smalls, I believe our conversation has ended. Mr. Burnett... What do you think happened to Mr. Sorkin? I honestly don't know, sir. Okay, Mr. Burnett. Okay. Thank you for your time. Do you always answer your door without at least asking who it is? You must not be from around here. My name is Smalls. I'm investigating the disappearance of... You must be the one who spoke with my husband. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a few moments? Of course. Come in. Can I get you something to drink? No, ma'am. Thank you. So how can I help you? Does my husband know you're here? Because he never mentioned that you were going to stop by. He doesn't know I'm here. Oh? What exactly was the nature of your relationship with Mr. Sorkin, Mrs. Burnett? I'm sorry? You were friends? We were friends. Mrs. Burnett, how long were you and Mr. Sorkin seeing each other? How long were we what? Does your husband know? Does my husband know? My interest isn't in breaking up your marriage, Mrs. Burnett. Mr. Sorkin was under contract and was insured by the company I worked for for a large sum of money. What does that have to do with me? I understand you weren't questioned by the authorities in the disappearance of Mr. Sorkin. What is that supposed to mean? In my experience, killers ask more questions than they provide answers. Yes. Yes what, Mrs. Burnett? Yes. Todd and I were having an affair, okay? Has your husband known? No. How can you be sure? Because we're still married. Because you're still alive. There isn't a violent bone in Wayne's body. I want to thank you for your time, Mrs. Burnett. 
It'd be in your best interest keeping my visit between the two of us. I know you can keep a secret. Uh, of course. By the way, what did you and Todd talk about the last time you spoke with him? He he wanted to tell my husband about our affair, and I, I convinced him not to. What do you think happened to Mr. Sorkin, Mrs. Burnett? Honestly, I don't know. Take care, Mrs. Burnett. We will return for the exciting conclusion of Terror on the Air's world premiere episode and action after a brief word from our sponsors. Any last words? Well, I do have one last request. What's that? Well, I'd love one last cigarette. One last cigarette? Yes, sir. Sure thing. Here. Throw the switch. What's the matter? Don't you want to smoke? Fry me now. If I can't smoke a Chesterfield cigarette, which this clearly isn't, you might as well throw the switch now. You kidding? No, sir. The only cigarette I want before I die is a Chesterfield cigarette. I've killed for a Chesterfield cigarette, sir, so throw the- And now, turn your volume up for terror, because the exciting conclusion of Terror on the Air's world premiere episode and action is about to begin. Well, Wayne, all that's left now is to cast your female co-star, and we'll be on set rolling cameras in the blink of an eye. I still can't believe this is happening. I'm not going to lie to you, Wayne. The financiers took a little convincing to back this movie after Todd's disappearance, especially with you being an unknown and all. But I was able to secure enough money without them to instill the necessary confidence that they needed to back my decision to cast you. I'll be forever grateful, not only to Todd, but to you, Mr. Hoffman. I know you won't let me down, Wayne. This would have been a great role for Todd. So tell me, how did it go with our resident inspector? Uh, how's that? Smalls. He did interview you, didn't he? Uh, Interrogated was more like it. Anything I should know? No, I just told him what I told the authorities. He didn't offer any wild opinions, perhaps? No, no, nothing wild, Mr. Hoffman. Wayne, I'm staking my money and my reputation on you. That kind of thing should create a kind of trust between us, shouldn't it? Well, absolutely, Mr. Hoffman. I'm glad you see it that way. Seeing eye to eye is very important to me, Wayne. Of course, Mr. Hoffman. Good. Good. Just know that you can tell me anything, Wayne. No secret is too shameful. You see? Well, come to think of it, he did mention the fact that we all have benefited one way or the other from Todd's disappearance. Did he now? Uh Uh-huh. You, me, Betsy. Me, you say? Huh? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Oh, Smalls. (laughs) Same old Smalls. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you. So, when does your flight leave again? First thing tomorrow morning. I'm sorry work is keeping me from joining you. Sarah, you know I understand. They still haven't cast your co-star yet? (laughs) Nope. But production begins soon, doesn't it? Uh, Apparently this is not uncommon. Wayne, I can't tell you how proud I am of you. If only Todd were here to... I, I haven't dared ask you this, but... Sarah. Do you think he's... dead? Sarah, I... I think I need to... There's no need to. Well, I don't think I you... I do, Sarah. I do. 
Wait, I'm confused. What? I just want to move forward, Sarah. Can't we just move forward? For better? Or for worse. Of course we can, Wayne. You know, I never asked you about what you and Todd talked about the last time you spoke with him. What difference does that make? There anything you're not telling me? Is there anything I need to tell you? Why wouldn't you... Is this what you call moving forward? Are we really not to speak of Todd ever again? You're right. No, Wayne. On second thought, you're right. I mean... Todd was my best friend. He'll never leave me. He'll always be here with me. I know what you mean. I know you do, Sarah. Maybe we can have a Todd movie night from time to time. Hmm. I like the sound of that, really. I do. I... I really love you, Wayne. I can't imagine my life without you. I really like the sound of that too, Sarah. Testing. One, two. <clears throat> Subject. The disappearance of Todd Sorkin. Case file 1511-5. On my way to interview who could be the, the last piece of this puzzling puzzle. They've agreed to meet under the condition that their identity won't be revealed. This meeting was arranged by a third-party source whose identity I can't reveal. Usually, I wouldn't enter an agreement under said condition, but under these circumstances, I feel like I have no choice. I don't think I've been as attached to a case as I've become to this one. I'm five minutes away from the agreed-upon meeting place. This isn't the most well-lit of areas, I assure you. I'm armed. Believe me, I'm armed. There doesn't seem to be a soul in sight. My headlights struggle to illuminate the night in front of me. The density of the darkness is too thick. I digress. To be honest, I haven't the foggiest notion of who may have contributed to Todd Sorkin's disappearance. Was it his best friend? His best friend's wife? His boss? His girlfriend? I'm pulling my car around to the back of what looks like a warehouse. Hopefully, I won't remain in the dark much longer. I'm more concerned about finding out what happened to Todd than finding out who did it. Than appeasing my boss. His boss. My boss, who is potentially a suspect. Well, I'm turning off my engine. I'm opening my car door. Click the safety off my pistol. Making my way to the designated area. Hello? Hello? Only crickets. I don't see another vehicle in sight. Hello? I'll give this five more minutes and then I'm out. I'm early. My watch reads five till midnight. I'll be honest, if I didn't have this recorder to keep me company, I'd have a serious case of the spooky yukis right now, let me tell you. Where'd the crickets go? The quiet is like the darkness, too dense. It's almost as if all light and sound is trying to escape from this area. Hmm, a church. First gong. Where is there a church? Second gong.
Hey, who's there? You! Do you know I almost shot you? What on earth are you doing here? If there is anything more that I can do for you, don't hesitate to ask. You guys have endured a great many obstacles to get here, and I want you to know that I do not take that for granted. However, you should understand how much I have done to make sure that this happens my way. Nobody gets anything over on Hoffman. Nobody. I mean, we have the best crew best director, best marketing team, and now, <laughs> the best cast. Okay. Makeup, hair, how about leaving my two stars alone for a few minutes? They need a chance to warm up to each other for their first scene together. Come on, let's go. I just wanted to stop in and wish you guys my best. I'm sure that you too have a couple of, you know, actorly things to square away. You know, I'll see you in a little while for the first shot of this production. Welcome to the movie business, guys. You two fit right in. Well, this is kind of awkward. You know, Betsy, we really haven't had the opportunity to talk. I'm sure wherever Todd is, he's extremely proud of you for landing this role. Drop the act, Wayne. What do you mean? If it wasn't for me, we both wouldn't be here right now. Is that a fact? Care for the details? No. No. I suppose not. I, I, I believe I understand. I, I get the feeling I should be thanking you. Not necessary. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. So, thank you. Is that right? You did take the first step. Do you think Hoffman knows? Hoffman knows enough of what he needs to know, and doesn't know exactly what he doesn't. The inspector? I believe the inspector's curiosity got the best of him. So you, the inspector, for Hoffman? For me, Wayne. Strictly for me. I see. I imagine it was you who put that idea in Hoffman's head. Mm, I just answer the questions I'm asked. Like you did at the press conference, huh? Exactly. Well, not exactly. I mean... Well, I'm not responsible for how things get spun. To be honest, I didn't think I'd be capable Funny of... enough, I did, Betsy. You knew the inspector was on your trail? I knew the inspector wouldn't stop. I'm not used to being the one being used. You know, you and I could make a great team. <sighs> I'm married, Betsy. But you knew that Todd and Mr. Burnett, your... Miss Raven, you're wanted on set in five minutes. 
Here we go. You know, Wayne, I could... Betsy, would you really like to know what happened to Todd? No, Wayne, I don't. Hmm. Well, as long as you never mention anything about him or about my wife again, you won't have to. Understood? I understand. I knew you would, Betsy. Thank you for joining us for our first ever presentation of Terror on the Air's premiere episode and action. Brought to you by Chesterfield Cigarettes. Chesterfield Cigarettes. Cigarettes to kill for. Cigarettes to die for. We invite you back next week for another terrifying tale. And remember, keep your volume turned up for terror. It's you! Hey, man, you're that guy! Everyone thought you were dead! So what? You've been hiding out here the whole time? You must have me confused with someone else. Dude, but I can swear, man. I mean, you even sound like him. I guess you just got one of them faces, huh? Well, sorry to bother you, bro. I get that all the time. <laughs> ha 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 ha